Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful podcast, where we go from chaos to confirmation, confusion to clarity, and self-conscious to confident when building your online business using your God-given strengths. I'm Jennifer Emanuel, and inside we're creating full-time fulfilling income in a way that feels great to our souls. Let's get started. Hey, it's Jen. Welcome back to Grace-Filled and Graceful. I hope that your week has been filled with not only, of course, just the blessings that overflow for us, but just peace and joy in the journey and just a sense of calm and um, just just feeling that you are in the right place because you are following him. Last week, we had such an amazing time with Stephanie Gass from Online Business for Christian Women. Uh, I so enjoyed getting her perspective on podcasting and um, and not necessarily relying on social media to build your business. So last week was a little bit of a different layout because we had a guest speaker. But this week, I wanted to give a shout out to some new cities that have joined us from around the world um, over the past couple of weeks here on the podcast. So let me shout out some new cities. uh, And I do this really on every podcast. Uh, First thing, welcome to the podcast from some new cities across the world. We have Saxony Dresden, which is in Germany. We have Alm Baden-Württemberg, I believe that's how you pronounce that, which is Germany as well. Newton, Iowa, Aviemore, Scotland, Verona, Wisconsin. We have Clawson, Michigan. We have Gann, Norway, Moneta, Virginia, Moravian Falls, North Carolina. Draper, Utah, Princeville, Oregon. It's This is either Machias, Maine or Machias, Maine. Probably Machias, Maine. So welcome to the podcast. And like I said, check in next week so that uh, if this is your first time listening, check in next week so you can see here your uh, your city, state, country pop up. We're, we're welcoming. We welcome you. We're excited that you're here with us. So today we are going to cover two main ways. We're going to, uh, I'll introduce you the two main ways and then uh, we're going to cover one of them this week and then one of them next week. Okay, so the two main ways that you can make more money without adding uh, additional avenues of income is number one, either you can, dun, 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 you can either charge more or you can get more clients. And I think what happens, so today we are going to cover charge more. How can we make more money with our online business? How can we bring that part-time income to full-time, full-time income? So before we start going down the path to the idea of charging more for what you offer, I wanted to kind of give you thought, how do you decide which one to do? I mean, you could do both. You could charge more and have more clients. But if we were looking at this in a one or the other situation, just to keep things simple, how do you decide which one you want to do? So I think it all comes down to knowing who it is that you've been called to serve in this moment of time. Because things can change. Things can change. Uh, they change all the time in every in every realm. But for right now, who have you been called to serve? And we cover this more in depth in my in the brand new answering the call course uh, in the in the clarity section. So going from going from confusion to clarity. This is what we kind of talk more in depth about this. Uh, but think about 
first of all, are you even sure who you are serving? Years and years and years ago, when I was starting a business where I sold products, I had no experience in, well, I had Girl Scout cookie selling experience, but um, as far as real experience in selling products, I had sold nothing to anybody, really. And so I would be, I was afraid to ask for too much. I was afraid to say, I was afraid to make that delineation of, okay, these are who I want my clients to be. That and if I looked into the product line a little bit, I could see, well, this product line served this category, this product line served this category. What does your product, who does your product serve? Um, and, you know, you can get really, 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 you can dig deep into this one. I mean, you, I've, I've even heard training where, like, you name the person that you serve so that this imaginary person in your head, you give them a name so that you feel really close to them and you know what they want and you anticipate their needs and, and all of this. Or you can go a little bit higher level and just know, like, okay, I serve stay-at-home moms that have some really strict priorities that they don't want to um, steer away from. Um, they love Jesus. They, the home is the most important thing to them. Um, they want to either, they want to bring in money, whether it's because they want to maximize their skills, their gifting, or they want to tithe more. They want to provide more for the family, more options for the family. Um, so that's kind of the, the, the people that I talk to. Who it is, who is it that you're talking to? And this can help you decide, do I want to charge more or do I want just to get more clients that are paying what I want to pay now? Because the idea is, is if you look at the client that you want, the client that you're attracting, what, what are they competent in spending to get what they want? In their journey, where, how are they, where is their competence in that? You can have a lot of people investing a little bit or you can say the client that I want is um, a top 1% CEO and literally there are fewer of those that exist and you can charge more because they are used to paying for eliminating a lot of the things that they view as slowing them down. So this is how you decide which one. So today we're going to talk about charging more for what it is that you serve. And I think this is a really confusing thing, especially if you're on the newer end of building your business. I think uh, that's one of those things, how much to charge. You kind of figure out along the way, you come up with a number at the beginning, you probably remember doing this, and you see the interest at that at that level. Uh, I think a lot of things come into play there. Uh, top of my, most is fear of not selling anything, fear of not getting enough, you know, I'm putting in this effort, nobody's going to buy it, nobody is buying it, um, I want more people to buy it. So there's a lot of fear that goes around that. And this is where you're going to want to once again get quiet and ask and and get quiet and tell God, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm listening. So first and foremost, we're going to bring it to God. And then the next, the next suggestion that I have is, have you taken a look at what your time is worth? Okay, so how do you decide how much your time is worth? Okay, you decide what would you be doing if you weren't doing this work? 
because you could be doing something else. I've, I've heard a lot growing up in my, in my business, time taken on one thing is time taken away from another thing. So how much is your time worth? What would you be doing if you weren't building your business? And how much are you willing to, how much per hour would you say that you would be worth, quote unquote, to be taken away from what it is that you could be doing? Okay, so that's one way. The first way is to decide how much you should charge. The second is how much experience do you have in this realm? How long have you been doing what you've been doing? Uh, what is that? Like there's a, a general rule that if you put 15,000 hours into something, you're considered a pro at it. I want you to look at yourself as a specialist in whatever it is that you do because specialists are highly paid for their services. Consulting, if you are uh, a consultant, business consultant, a consultant is somebody that's highly paid for their knowledge. They have a specialty. They've put in the time. So how much time have you invested from your life that you've learned these things that you're going to be sharing with other people to what? So that they more than likely won't have to put in that much time to learn what it is that you have learned. Okay, so number one, in trying to figure out how much to charge for your program or your your or your product. Number one is know your client. Number two is number one is know your how much per hour that you are worth based on what you would be doing if you weren't creating or growing this product. Number two is number two is how much experience do you have in doing this because that people are willing to pay for your experience. So number three is who are you serving? Where are they coming from? Where are they in their journey? How quickly do they want to move? And number four is how much are, is that client, how much is that person willing to pay for the experience that you can create for them? Now there's a lot of difference between going to Walmart to buy your underwear versus going to Neiman Marcus to buy your underwear. Okay, it's a whole different experience. And some people could care less about the experience. They just want new underwear, right? Some people want new underwear and they want to have the experience of shopping in Neiman Marcus. And the underwear is wrapped in tissue. There's probably a sticker that's holding the tissue together. Maybe they put a bow around the tissue. Then they put it into a bag that uh, has strings that you carry that says Neiman Marcus on it real big. Um, and then uh, when they, when you know, the purchase is over, they walk away, they walk around from the outside, you know, they walk around the, the little area that you, you pay, where you pay, they walk around, they, they're standing in front of you and they hand it to you. Okay. So that experience is way different than a, uh, I'm going into Walmart. The cart has one wheel broken, whatever you experience with people and, cleanliness of store. I guess all Walmarts are different, but <laughs> that experience that you're going in, you're going to pick out, you know, underwear. You get the hanger that has six pairs of underwear on it. 
you put it in the cart with the broken wheel, uh, you might pick up some milk and some glue for your kid's school, and then you go to the self-checkout, because I think they're all self-checkouts now. Um, you check it out yourself. There's no tissue paper. There's no sticker. There's no fancy bag. Um, there's, you know, the noises that you hear in Walmart is different than the noises that you hear in Neiman Marcus, um, and you nobody hands you the bag. You just take it and throw it throw it into the buggy with the broken wheel and uh, find your way to the parking lot without getting hit by a car. So what kind of experience are you giving your clients? Because people, some clients are going to be willing to pay more. So what would that look like? Okay. Uh, your platform. What is the platform that is is giving them the the purchasing experience or the experience that, but if it's a learning experience, what does that platform look like? Uh, the quality of the videos, the quality of the resources. Um, what does your website look like? Now, n- knowing and completely understandable that you probably started out with doing as much as possible for yourself and how much free can you do yourself. And you know, that's completely understandable. Everybody got to start somewhere. Um, but as you are thinking about how much to charge, think about that. Okay. So there were the four things. Okay. So that was number four. My final question is what is holding you back from charging more? Is it a kind of a self-worth thing you maybe you don't see your value in that case I would ask some people maybe that have worked with you already getting their feedback um I would ask somebody who loves you to share with you what they see when they look at you because chances are we're a lot harder on ourselves than what other people are and Chances are, I believe, that there people will be willing to pay you more if you asked for more. And when it comes to how we see ourselves, we're going to bottom line it here again for you. It is not how we see ourselves that's the truth. Unless we are looking at ourselves from a place of how God sees us. And that goes back, that harkens back to the confirmation section of answering the call in who we are isn't as important as whose we are. And so go back and listen to those podcasts about, you haven't yet downloaded that resource that I have for you, chaos to confirmation resource that I have. Take a look in the show notes because there is a link that you can click there. uh, And it comes with, it's a document, five page document, beautiful document that goes over whose we are and who we are and that alignment process. And it also comes with a video that kind of explains each page as we go through um, regarding the, the confirmation process. All right, hopefully those things, those four things gave you some, some things to think about when it comes to charging more. And more often than not, I really believe, because I've seen it happen over and over again with some of the women that I work with, when they're doing well, they're making the money, and then the idea of charging more comes up and every time they kind of go, what if they say no? What if what if nobody buys it at that new price? And I think more so than not, it's all about the confidence. It's the, oh my goodness, they did buy it. And that surge of confidence like, okay, I am worth this kind of comes into play. Next week, we're going to talk about the other half of making more money with your part-time business. 
And this year, this is what I'm focused on, bringing your part-time income to full-time income, working part-time hours with your online business, doing it in a way that feels great to your soul. And next week, we're going to cover the other half, which is not should I charge more, but maybe I'm good at what I'm charging. I need to just add more clients. And this is an either-or situation. <laughs> Ideally, it would be great to charge more and have more clients. And we'll, we'll, that's a whole different conversation, but this is an either-or either we're starting with here. So here is to a great week for you. We're into February in Dallas. The ice has finally gone, and we're getting back to normal. I hope your February is off to a great start. Hey, feel free to share this podcast with a friend. Uh, as you heard at the beginning of the podcast, we are all over the world. So if you have a friend in other countries, go ahead and share that now. And so if you will follow Gracefield and Graceful Podcast, you will have it automatically pop up when there's a new one. And we will see you next week.